Welcome to the PHF Podcast. My name is Michael Babcock. I am the host of this podcast, and today we are back with Ariel Coppola. Ariel, welcome back to the podcast. Hello. Thank you for having me. It's great to be here. Yeah, and so you may recognize Ariel from um, the first one we did. It was a little over a month ago, I think it was. And she has been our um, intern throughout the entire Giving Tuesday process, which has been wonderful. Um, so we're here basically to wrap up that internship, talk about what your experience was like, um, give some updates on Giving Tuesday as a whole. So for those who didn't hear it anywhere else, um, Giving Tuesday was absolutely incredible. Um, we had 1,239 donations come through for Giving Tuesday. They came from 28 different states. One came in from Canada. And we raised $394,514.28. That is just unbelievable. And I'm really proud of our community for stepping up because um, we don't have the exact data on this yet, but I, the vast majority of the donations that did come in were from people from within our four-county area. Um, as I said, there's 28 states, but the majority of those donors were from our area. So that means that people really went out and supported these nonprofits that do so much good work for our community. Um, so with all of that said, Ariel, let's, uh, let's hear from you. What was it like working on Giving Tuesday this year? Uh, it was really an experience unlike any other. Um, my sister sent me the internship through Facebook and I applied and it, it was so much more than I thought it was going to be. And I feel like I was really able to work on a lot of my skills and get a lot of like real life experience, um, in my field and to, be like the one updating all of the social media and making all everybody know like aware of how much we're doing um was really cool because i i love being able to feature the uh each of the nonprofits. I, I i just loved the how this brought the community together and how many donations we were able to get it was really incredible and i didn't know anything like this went on in the up so it's really nice that I was able to be a part of something like this. Yeah, and for those, um, you know, not sure, because, you know, obviously Ariel didn't go on a lot of the media interviews and stuff like that. You didn't see her hosting the podcast, but you were the one behind the scenes rec- doing a lot of the work for this. Um, you know, things like the um, all the social media posts were things that you designed. The podcast, uh, you know, you, ho- you put those all together and got them ready to publicate. You did the writing for all of that. Um, helping out with promoting um, a couple of the big things we did this year, which were new, um, which were the um, business sponsorships and the restaurant guide. So let's talk about the lo- those a little bit. Um, what was it like trying to work with the local businesses? Um, and, and first off, too, one thing we haven't talked about yet, and for those watching the video instead of listening to the audio, um, you can see we have our masks on because we're still in the middle of this COVID-19 pandemic. And that, that really did change everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, mid-internship, we went from um, being back in the office to um, having to work from home. And that, that changed things quite a bit. So talk a little bit about what that experience was like. Uh, I was a little nervous at it, about it at first because I had done online classes in college and I had a really hard time like keeping my own schedule. But we managed to keep really good communication throughout the entire time. And we were able to keep track on all of our social media posts. And finding restaurants and businesses during COVID was incredibly difficult. It was probably one of the most frustrating things about this whole thing. I called over 80 restaurants and I wasn't, I was able to find three and I, we are so thankful to those three people, those three businesses that helped us out and the restaurants. Um, it, it, it really, it helped me a lot (laughs) to, to get a yes from somebody after calling how many restaurants and, and and I do want to add to it. It's not, um, you know, this is this was a this was a this was a new experience for us doing mm-hmm. it. Um, but I do think that um, we set the groundwork this year. Um, you know, I've talked to all three businesses. 
um, and you know they the need to cook and um, um, I'm sorry, teach I'm, to taste. Teach to taste. Yeah, those two both had their best day of sales they've ever had. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things we want to do with this. It's not just those businesses making donations. We're trying to make it so that these businesses and and our and the people that live in our community are making an event out of this. Mm-hmm. And I I was at Gino's that night. Um, they said that their dinner rush was the busiest they'd had in, in at during this uh, you know this this current. Um, lockdown or whatever you want to call what we're in right now um, is one of the busiest weekdays they had had. So it's, it's, that's part of this is we want to get everybody involved because we know, um, we know how important these nonprofits are to our community and when we can have that kind of partnership, it's really good. So mm-hmm. I, I want to thank you for making those calls because that's not an easy thing to do. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> making 80 it cold calls. tested my social anxiety <laughs> a little bit, but um, it was, it was nice. Honestly, I did enjoy like being able to talk to the restaurants because I haven't been back here in a couple of years. And so it was nice just seeing all of the restaurants in the area and the amount of local businesses there are. Um, and I think that this year it was just, it was a difficult year for everybody and people were unsure and they weren't sure if they were going to be able to make donations. And I completely understand that. But I think that it was really important for us, like you said, to lay the groundwork because it gave us the beginning steps for what you guys will possibly do in the coming years. Yeah, and I also, um, you know, we we did the, the the business sponsorship thing that was new this year too. Um, and we had a few come through with that, and we're not done promoting those businesses yet. We kind of got to go through the list to make sure we caught everybody. Um, but I do want to thank you for coming up with the the creative name of Uper Trooper and uh, 906 Fix. Those were fun, and it, it's just I've talked about that experience about the the business sponsorship and what what that meant for you. Um. Well, it. I've always had sort of a creative mind and I would just kind of, we talked about having the two different levels um, and 906, clearly, we're the UP. Of course, we all know what that means. Right. So 906 fixed just a donation of 906 because we wanted two different levels, a lower level and a higher level. And just being able to um, allow these businesses to be featured in the public eye for helping um, the community and these nonprofits. I think it's just you. A lot of businesses around here don't have the money or the marketing team to be able to do their own um, marketing or advertising. So events like this, where we're able to help people like that, I think it's a really great thing for businesses around the area. Yeah, and both those programs we're hoping to bring back again next year because I, I think they have a lot of potential. And so thank you for helping lay the groundwork with that. Um, then we'll go on to one of my favorite parts of this year's um, Giving Tuesday effort, um, especially from a communication perspective. This is probably my favorite part. Um, if you went, um, if you follow us on Instagram, PHFGive is our username there, um, and go to our highlight stories area, you can click on the Giving Tuesday one for this year. And um, I think that that turned out really incredible. I had many people I know text me, um, email me, um, and tell me that they thought that was really good. So kudos to you on, on that. Um, talk a little bit about that outlet as a, as a communication tool. Uh, I thought the stories on both Instagram and Facebook, I think it's a very great tool because it's very similar to Snapchat where it's a quick way to look through and see what people are up to. And we were able to put all of our statistic updates within our stories. So throughout the day when we were updating, I mean, you could see once we started having these constant updates, the donations just started coming in because people were seeing what we were doing. They saw we were getting close to our goal and they probably wanted to contribute to that. And I think that those sort of outlets of getting the word out there are really important because so many people are on their phones nowadays and I think we need to utilize that as a way to spread word of anything really because social media is something that can be really harnessed for 
good if it's used in the right way. Yeah, and it's it's kind of one of those fundraising things that um, people might not realize if they're not involved with it, but giving those updates to people throughout the day was really um, meaningful. You know, t- mm-hmm. getting people, say, we're at 600 donations, we're at 700 donations. And, and again, 1,200 donations this year. Um, mm-hmm. Last year, we only had about 580 donations. So we doubled our donation total this year, which was um, quite incredible. And I think some of this had to do with it. And I also think a lot of it had to do with the graphics as a whole. You know, we worked with um, Phil McLeod um, last year to get us a, a you know, the, you see that Buffalo plaid look we have with all of our Giving Tuesday stuff. He kind of laid the groundwork for what that means for a design perspective as a whole. And you came in this year and talk about that a little bit because I don't think you came in thinking graphic design was going to be something you did a lot. Uh, yeah, it it uh, I, d- I did it a bit throughout college in mm-hmm. my business classes, but I had never really been much of a designer graphically. I was more, I liked video work, I liked editing videos, um, not really creating something that out of pieces. <laughs> um, but this was actually, it, it was really fun. And once I got into the groove of it yeah. and got used to all of the content that I had available to me, it made it really fun to make the different updates and to just change them a little and just to make them eye-catching so people would want to respond to them. So I, I thought it was it was. It was fun. It gave me a lot of practice, I feel like, and being able to move things around and change things slightly. I mean, you use a lot of photography skills with that. Um, change the angle, you change the way you're looking at something, the position of something. It can completely change it, but it all sticks with the same theme, which is really nice for an event like Giving Tuesday to have a consistent theme throughout it. Right. And again, for those just um, listening here, we are talking with Ariel Coppola, um, during the, the end of her internship here, um, she was worked with us for the entire Giving Tuesday campaign to help promote it and get, get the word out about these uh, businesses and, and really helped us have a record year this year by the work she did. Um, and the last thing I want to talk about from your work here was the, the podcast perspective. Um, you know, when we hired you and we were looking forward to what we were going to do here, um, <clears throat> we were thinking we'd be doing a lot more of this with mm-hmm. the podcast um, in person. Um, using our using our studio space that we have here to record these, um, we ended up having to change that quite a bit. So that's why um, it wasn't uh, quite the way that you're imagining yeah. it. Um, <laughs> but I think the way that we adapted was pretty good. You know, mm-hmm. we did the the Google Meet videos um, with everybody, and um, we we're able to share those with you. We we're able you were able to kind of put together some edits to it mm-hmm. um, and get it out, and the audio turned out pretty good too. So if, uh, again, if you are listening to this for the first time, um, you can get the PHF podcast wherever you listen to podcasts, and I highly suggest it. Um, and that brings me to my question for you, Ariel. What what do you think it? Um, what, what do you think a podcast as a whole, and how do you think that this this outlet helped us uh, on Giving Tuesday to tell these stories? Uh, well, personally, I really enjoyed listening to podcasts when I got them um, because a lot of these nonprofits I didn't know much about. I had heard about them having grown up here, but I didn't really know the amount of work that they did, and I was truly blown away by the amount of work that all 18 of our nonprofits do for our community. It was really inspiring and made me want to be a part of those nonprofits. It, yeah. it, it, it was really great to be a part of something that's doing so much good for this area that is, it's small, but it's our home. We love it. <laughs> yep, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, well, I think we're going to finish up here, but I'll, I'll give Ariel a chance now moving forward. Um, the internship is complete. Um, you are a resident here in the Copper Country, live up in the Calumet area. Talk a little bit about what your next step in life is going to be here. Uh, so I don't really have any specific uh, career goals necessarily at the moment. I really just want to I want to get a van and I want to um, 
buy some property to start building a self-sustaining farm. Um, oh, I love it. That, that food <laughs> thing is something we talk about so much yeah. here. Um, and, and it really is. It's that that's uh, it's bringing back to this kind of core life thing mm-hmm. of like, we got to grow food because we got to sustain it. We got to live healthy as we can. So yep. that's, that's an interesting thing that you want to make happen here. Um, what about professionally here? We're, you don't have a job lined up yet. Um, if somebody's interested in hiring you, um, what kind of work do you want to do? And um, how can you uh, move forward on that front? Um, well, I have a bachelor's degree um, in media production and a minor in business. So I mainly focus on photography, videography, and that was my main focus in college. But now, I mean, I have graphic design experience. And, I, and I've, social media. Yep. I, I um, Pretty much any social media, any sort of video, any sort of content creation. I'm a really creative person. I'm really handy. I can... I can do a lot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I an example lot, of that is so. putting, the, you know, our sound walls up here mm-hmm. um, was just something that, you know, we trusted you with and you were able to pull it off. So if you're out there and you, um, and, and first, uh, just to marketing thoughts as a whole, um, in 2020, 2021, soon to be, um, marketing is just going to get more and more important. Mm-hmm. And, and what that means is a lot of different things. Um, you know, it used to be just simple, like going into TV advertising and newspaper advertising, radio advertising. Um, now it's all encompassing. And, and having somebody like Ariel on your team can make a big difference because, she can she can help you uh, up your game in so many different areas. So uh, I want to wish you good luck um, in your next steps in life. Um, it's been wonderful to work with you. Um, I know the whole team here was really impressed with the work you did as well. And uh, and as I said earlier, we had a record year this year, and that was in part from the work you did. So we really appreciate that. And um, if you're interested in learning more about Giving Tuesday, phfgive.org slash Giving Tuesday. Um, and Ariel, where can people find you? Uh, Ariel Media on facebook and instagram so there you go perfect (laughs) all right well thank you so much again for being here um and thank you for listening to phf podcast